0: again, your hosts were Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Leslie Osei. We hope you were blessed by this conversation and gained insight. Please be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Kingdom Full Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you. All right, let's get to it. Make sure you tag people. Um, not so that my face could be all over on everybody's screen. I know it's a beautiful face, but believe it or not, I'm actually, uh, I wouldn't say shy, but I'm very on the reserved end. If you're in my house, you would know that I'm on my business, like really, but I urge you to share especially as God drops people in your heart. Because many times we only focus on our Christian friends or the friends that are in the churches with us, but it's also good to spread the word. These are always forms of evangelism. evangelism. And so today I wanted us to speak on the spirit of spite and mockery. Yes, you can either at them you can add someone who does not have their notifications on, which they should have their notifications on. Um, or the three um, the three dots by the comment section, you can send the link inside there to their um, WhatsApp messages and or, you know, text messages. Those of you who have Android, I hope, I hope it's the same thing. But today... We are talking about the spirit of spite and mockery. The spirit of spite and mockery. Now, this is a spirit. I don't even know why God has me talking about it. Because I was literally cleaning my room. Like, if you see my house right now, you would tell me, turn this off this very moment and go and clean your room. Like, you would command me to go and clean my room. Somebody tag Lori Harvey. I'm done. Cock, <laughs> Now, so the spirit of, uh, spite and mockery today, I was just minding my business, cleaning my room, reading my word, you know, speaking in an unknown tongue, making sure, you know, I'm girding up myself, uh, building up myself as well. And then the Holy Spirit said, I have a task for you. I need you to teach this really quickly. Hopefully it's going to be a very quick lie because I do have to get my kids soon, um, but it's going to be a quick live, and I believe it's because somebody here needs it. I am very obedient. I'm probably so foolishly obedient that that is what has gotten me where I am. I'm foolishly obedient. I'm literally cleaning my room. Anybody who's in my house can attest to me. I've been cleaning my room all day. had no intention to give a word, especially before a big program like we're about to have and stuff like that. And for those of you coming, there will be no chairs. At least, I would say, we're about 80% sure there will be no chairs at prayer fest. I repeat, spread the word, no chairs at prayer fest. All right? No chairs. All right. So, what happens is, as I was cleaning, the Lord says, say, go and tell somebody. So, I was like, all right. So, then, I'm like, okay, what do you want me to say? And he's like, I'm going to give you the words. So, literally, I had to write it down. All right, Um, how do I begin this? Okay, Galatians chapter six, verse seven, and I read. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. So we understand that God cannot be mocked under any circumstance. And we also have an understanding that what you reap is what you sow. So many of us, we are experiencing exactly that, what we have been reaping for years. As a result, we're now sowing it and our minds are going crazy because we're like, where is this coming from? Is it a household witch of mine? Did something happen? But some of us unknowingly have mocked God. We have mocked God. What you sow is what you reap. And now I continue. Holy Spirit be my mouthpiece so I don't say nothing wrong. So what the spirit of mockery comes to do is to taunt you and to get you to a place where your back is against the wall and you cannot speak. What it does is it comes to make sure it destroys your faith. What the spirit of mockery does is it makes sure that this filter is making my cheeks go... Let's move it this way. Yeah, because my face is ashy. So y'all don't need to see my, my ashy skin right now. So what the spirit of spite and mockery does is it allows you or it causes you to shut down. What do I mean? Maybe you are a person who uh, preaches about the healing power of God. And then all of a sudden you are now plagued with a horrible cancer. What that spirit does is it now speaks to your mind and causes you to think that everything you've been preaching all your life is a sham. It causes you to think that everything you have been taught is a lie. It now torments you in the mind and tells you that you will never be healed. You will never, uh, you will die soon. Start getting your casket ready. Start doing all these things. It will make sure that it taunts your mind. It's there to put a muzzle over your mouth. Many times when we speak about the spirit of mockery, we can always refer back to the prophet Elisha. Um, the prophet Elijah. My so here we have the prophet here. And uh, actually it's Elisha. So we have the prophet here and he speaks about this in, um, let me look for it. In second Kings chapter seven, it says, Elisha replied, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says about this time of uh, the finest flower will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley and a shekel uh, at the gate of Samaria. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man of God, look, even if the Lord should open up the floodgates of heavens, how could this happen? You you will see it with your own eyes, answered Elisha, but you will not reap any of it. So here you have the prophet declaring to the king what is about to happen. And then here comes the spirit of mockery. Even if God opened up the heavens, how could this possibly happen? Even if God was to do everything in his power, how could it happen? What happens is the spirit of mockery will come and just like it did to uh, Eve, it will come and try to change the words that are coming out of your mouth. It comes to distort your thinking. It comes to distort anything that you were taught. And in this season, you have to understand that the spirit of mockery is running rampant in the church. And I'll get to that. Anytime the spirit of mockery creeps in, what it does, I have a real life example for you. I was listening to one of uh, Prophet T.D. Jake's. He is a prophet, but Bishop T.D. Jakes, his sermons. And he was saying that at the rise of, you know, his ministry is when Pastor Sarah Jakes got pregnant. And so what the spirit of mockery would have done if he would have listened to it is how are you setting the captives free? How are you delivering people? And yet, look, your 14 year old is pregnant. And he was such a wise man. And so in tune with the spirit of God that he made sure that he spoke to that spirit. And he said, as a matter of fact, my daughter, I need you to come to church with me. We've all heard their testimony. We've all heard their testimony. Now, many of us who are not in the spirit like Bishop T.D. Jakes, what would happen is you see that your child gets pregnant. All of a sudden you shut down your ministry. You are no longer preaching anymore. You no longer are, are, are sharing the word of God. You just make sure that this spirit becomes so loud in your mind that it causes you to fall. And that is what the spirit does. It causes people to become mute. It causes you to think what I'm doing for other people. Is it just a joke? So imagine you having a church that is supposed to be fruitful. And then you as the man of God or the woman of God, you can't give birth. The spirit of mockery now seeps in and tells you that you are a lie. Everything you preach is a lie. Your anointing is a lie. Therefore, shut down the church. Therefore, stop preaching. Therefore, don't declare that this is a fruitful house. Therefore, don't declare that people are there uh, 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 giving the word of God. That is what the spirit of mockery does. You see, when Elisha declared and he said, hear the word of the Lord. What it comes to do, this spirit, is it comes to make sure it distorts what you are saying. To the point when you open your mouth, you discredit your own self. And so this is why we must pray for a sound mind. And this can go for any of us. You see that you are called into the food ministry. You know you like baking and cooking and all of this stuff. What the spirit of mockery will do is when someone who is sick comes to eat your food, what happens is it will now, and that person is one, either not healed or that person gets sicker. That spirit of, of mockery will come and interject and say, your food did it. This is why you're not called into the food ministry. All of a sudden you shut down your catering business. All of a sudden you have no desire, no passion to to no longer cook. This is what the spirit of mockery comes to do. It comes to switch you, change you, and make you feel all all sorts of distorted. The spirit of mockery. And so Elisha also was mocked by some young kids. And they said, go up, bald head. And what the spirit of mockery will also do... Because the Bible says that we should not, what, sit in the seat of mockers. I'll get to that scripture. But when we talk about what Elisha went through with the kids, the Bible said that he sent a she-bear after them. And so sometimes the spirit of mockery will enter you and cause you to mock someone, a man of God, or somebody who is doing something better than you, or somebody who you thought was lower than you, but God has lifted, appointed, and anointed. And then it will cause you to ask that pe- quest, um that person certain questions. It will cause you to make sure you you ask some very triggering questions. Are you sure you're called into film? Are you sure black women can do film? Are you sure that you are qualified for that job? Are you sure you should be talking about marriage? Are you sure that 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 you will have another child after this miscarriage? That's what the spirit of mockery does. It comes to make you second guess your own voice. So you say, God said this, and that spirit will creep in. And the moment it creeps in, there you go. It starts to make you doubt yourself. Then you question everything that you lived for. This is why even married couples, it's extremely important that when you enter into marriage, that you do not, you you have to make sure you don't give the enemy away. And even in my own marriage, I'll tell you, my husband and I don't fight. We don't argue. I have people here. They can they can literally attest to this. But we disagree. And any time a disagreement comes, if I'm spiritual enough, if he's sensitive enough, we'll always know that we just gave a word about marriage. And so the enemy is coming to test our marriage. That's when we hold hands. That's when we both go into fasting. That's when we both go into prayer. And that's exactly what we do. Then we have the spirit of Panina, which is also a mocking spirit. It's a, actually a spirit of spite more than mockery. Because when Hannah could not have kids, the Bible emphasized how Penina treated her, how she would poke fun, how she would laugh. And so that spirit of spite, it's a spirit that says that if you're not happy, If I'm not happy, you're not going to be happy. And so whatever miserableness that is on me, I'm going to rub it off on you. That's why you got to be careful with who you surround yourself with. Because they can be carrying that spirit of spite and mockery. It happens all the time. Someone like Kirk Franklin, now he's about to release some music. That spirit of mockery came. Now, I don't encourage his curse words and I don't encourage him cursing out his child, but that is what the spirit of mockery does. It comes to make sure it exposes you even when maybe uh, uh, it was a slip of tongue. I'm not saying his was a slip of tongue. But now that spirit knows that his CD that he is about to birth, may change a whole bunch of people's life. So what is it sent to do to come and discredit him totally? Do you know that the first sermon that I ever curated by way of the Holy Ghost at the age of about nine or 10 was a resurrection Sunday message? I was called out of all the grown kids in my church to preach a message about the resurrection. And so when my father died, I will never forget, there was a church member that came, and I don't know if they were, they were mocking. They said that, well, the first message you ever preached was resurrection. So now go and resurrect your dad. This is the time we need that message. And by God's grace, I was fortified. And so when this person said that, I looked and I said, I rebuke you devil, get thee behind me. Because what that voice was meant to do was to discredit my ministry and make me think that the resurrection message that I preached as a child in purity was trash. That resurrection was not a real thing. When I've seen several people revive before, I've seen cancers healed, stage four cancers healed. I've seen a whole bunch of stuff happen in the miraculous. And so that is what the spirit of mockery comes to do. Imagine knowing that you have a marriage ministry and yet the only way Your voice can be validated is if you actually have a marriage. And so the spirit of mockery, what it will come and do is it will make sure it comes and tell you that you are too old to get married. Nobody wants you. Your time is running out. Don't speak. Don't preach. Don't say anything. Your voice will never be validated because you will never get a marriage. And then you, guess what? Instead of preparing For the marriage and the marriage ministry, now you quiet because you're like, well, it's never going to happen. So why should I even prepare for marriage? It comes to shut down your whole voice. It comes to shut you down. A modern day example. I don't know if you guys remember Governor Cuomo, who is in America, who is the governor of New York. He said something along the lines of God. I forgot what it was. He said something. uh, Some of you can remind me. He mentioned something about God cannot save us or God. Oh, the numbers for COVID were going down. And he said that it's not God's doing. It was not God's doing. Can you believe? That all these years, this man has supposedly, allegedly harassed people and women. And yeah, he said it wasn't an act of God. All these years, he was doing all these things allegedly to women. But magically, as soon as he decided to mock God, guess what happened? Now these reports are coming in. Now his own own members, his own people are like, nah, you got to go you got to go they are all turning against them i was reading it like god cannot be mocked god cannot be mocked we gotta be careful god cannot be mocked and so i went and i started looking up scriptures and i also wanted to look up modern day stories of people who have mocked god and i found a few and i'll share with you the first one is a man by the name of john lennon I know many of you guys who know music have heard this name. He was a part of the Beatles. In 1966, he said, Christianity will end soon. And the Beatles are more famous than God. So we all need to give up this Christian walk. And then guess what happened? In 1966, this man got shot six times By a fan. And that was the collapse of the Beatles after he spoke those words. And he died on the spot in front of his home. God cannot be mocked. You cannot mock God. You cannot mock God. That's why we got to be very careful with what we say. Life and death is in the tongue. This is what it means. Don't mock God because what you sow is what you will reap. Then I have someone else. Uh, Billy Graham, he was sent to go and preach to Marilyn Monroe. And after he preached to Marilyn Monroe, he told Marilyn Monroe that God had sent him to come and preach to her at that appointed time. And do you know the response of Marilyn Monroe? She said, you can keep your Jesus. She said, you can keep your Jesus, you can keep your God, bye-bye. The next week, Madame Marilyn Monroe was found in a suicide by her bed. The very next week, she killed herself. God cannot be mocked. God cannot be mocked. This is why it's extremely important that we do not allow anyone to mock this, this, this walk that we're walking. God cannot. It's like impossible to mock him. A she bear will come after you. Okay. Do not mock him. Homegirl died the very next week. After Billy Graham came. You think that was a coincidence? I think not. God was giving her a chance. To accept her. To accept him. And guess what? He de- she decided no. And instead of just being quiet and say, okay, thank you. Gotta go. She said, you can keep your God. You can keep your Jesus. And he said, I bet. I'll do you one better. You out. I'm gonna allow the enemy to come and torment you till you kill your own self. You can't mock God. This young man, little Nas... We all saw what he did. He had sneakers. It turned into a whole uproar, all of this stuff. The sneakers were pulled. God would not allow those sneakers to be sold. You cannot sell those sneakers for nothing. Those things were, were pulled. Not to mention, the first time in history, his song, this young man who is a rapper, his song was number one. And all of a sudden, the minute it reached number one, He definitely made a post on Instagram that says he cannot believe this is happening. What is happening? They pulled his song from the music charts. The first time in history. It cannot be found anywhere. So he even told people screen record it and repost it. Because all the national major uh, music publishing people, they are not allowed to publish it. He's not on the charts again. It was not a Nike shoot. It was his own shoe, and they put a check, and they thought Nike would be okay with it. But God cannot be mocked. You can't mock God. The song was pulled off the charts. Non-existent. I'm sure he could have got a CD somewhere that says he went platinum or gold. When I saw it, I just started praying for him. I said, God, he has so much influence. Let this be for your glory. Who else can I refer you to? The guy who built the Titanic. They said that he said he wanted to build the biggest boat in the world, the strongest boat in the world. And when he finished it, people were praising him and they asked him, how strong is it? And he said, and I quote, even if God wanted to sink this boat, he couldn't. And we all know what happened to the Titanic. God cannot be mocked. We all know what exactly what happened to the Titanic. God cannot be mocked. You you got to understand that you cannot mock our savior. Like, no, no, no. He said this ship cannot sink. And what happened to the Titanic? We got a whole movie. The whole dang thing sank. Be careful whose boat you sit in. Yep, bet you didn't know that. Who else? The president of Brazil. So he was going into presidency and he said that if I got 500,000 votes from my party, even God could not stop this presidency. Well, guess what? The day before the elections ended, he sure enough did get 500,000 votes. But the day before, he fell sick and died the day before he became president. God cannot be mocked. And so I want to tell you this. So we have like one holy anger, two... I want to tell you this so that you yourself would be a guard over your lips, over your mouth, that you would be careful what you say. This man died the day before with his 500,000 votes. This stuff is not a lie. You can go Google everybody I'm saying. And then I can bring it again to a modern day situation. When we mock people of God, we got to be careful. This is why you should be very slow to speak. Don't open your mouth and say everything anywhere because you hear everybody talking about it. Be very, 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 very careful. Our darling Derek Jacks, Sir Derek Jacks, who allegedly cheated. If you remember, he definitely um, talked about a man of God. And then he was exposed for the same thing. Who knows if God was showing him mercy at that time to repent. But in fact, he wanted to open his mouth and get more views. And he got attacked for the same exact thing. So I got to be careful. You got to be careful. In this age of social media, we feel so entitled. We got to talk all the time. We always got to say something. We want views. We want followers. We want to be the next. Jesus didn't die for you to become an influencer. He didn't die so you can be famous. No. He really did not die. For you to become any of these things. So we got to be careful. Now, I'm not saying you got to be quiet and not have an opinion, but I'm saying you got to be quiet and have an opinion. You got to be very careful when you speak. Make sure you are in right standing. The Bible says that be careful to say that you are standing lest you fall. That is why I can always identify an immature believer. Oh, First Sadie, I'm reading my book. Oh, First Sadie, as for me. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm praying. As for me, First Sadie. And then you realize a few weeks later, they go missing off of Instagram because they're being tormented in the mind. A few weeks later, they're no longer preaching because they're being tormented in the mind. We got to be careful. We have to be careful. We have to use wisdom. I may not be your choice voice for this generation, but God has given me a bullhorn and I'm going to use it. He's given my husband a bullhorn and he's going to use it. He's given my church a bullhorn and we're going to use it. You got to be careful. You have to be careful. This spirit comes to make sure that your words don't match what you're seeing. Because God will say one thing and the spirit will come and tell you something. And then you'll speak one thing. And we all know that your word give it life. And so then you'll be speaking life into a situation or you'll be speaking death into a situation. That's why we got to be very, very careful. See, God is a jealous God. You can't mock him. You cannot mock him. When you try to mock God, you get mocked. With your 500,000 votes. Okay. What else? Many times, and this is why you got to be careful again, even when it comes to men and women of God, you got to be very, very, very careful what you say. You know how people always say preachers kids are the worst? That is the spirit of mockery at work. That is the spirit of mockery at work. Yes, don't mock God even in hard times. The spirit of mockery is at work. When you see preachers and you see their kids are bad, that's why I rebuke that spirit over my children anytime. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, not in this house. Never will they say the PK's kids are bad. Y'all gonna say these kids are anointed. They are good. Let me let them go pray for me. That's what y'all gonna say. That is the spirit of mockery at work. And so when you see a man of God and you see that their child got pregnant, their child is selling drugs, their child, that is in an effort to shut their ministry down. That is in an effort to shut their ministry down. You see a woman of God who's preaching women empowerment and yet all the siblings are not talking to her. That is a spirit of mockery and spite. You see a man of God preaching brotherhood, yet all the ministers around him are like, oh, he's going too far, so I'm not going to speak to him. Let me start bashing him. That is the spirit of mockery and spite in order to shut down your ministry. And so when you see these things, what you ought to do is begin to pray for the man or woman of God and say that, Lord, have mercy on them as they do the work. As the weapons are forming, you promised that it wouldn't prosper. That's what you got to do. I don't know. I'm just saying, right? You know what I'm saying? You got to pray. So me, I keep my mouth shut. And I be praying. And I'm like, Lord, deal with them because I know you deal with people on the low. And if you're not careful, you see somebody like David, right? God had already spoke to him, dealt with him, all that stuff. And so his counselor got tight for no reason like why isn't he getting payback do you know the the kind of conversations he's had with god do you know what is going on you got to be careful you got to be careful slow to speak you got to be careful you got to be careful got to be careful what else i had on this piece of paper before i let y'all go cuz even in deliverance anytime we're doing deliverance you'll see that the spirit will begin to mock and when you are sitting on the sidelines watching a deliverance you don't just watch don't be an empty vessel you pray you pray that god comes and visits the person Now, if you don't believe in deliverance, you can get off the live Because here, we deliver people, okay? It's not a curse word to deliver people. So when I say you need deliverance, you better say, yes, Lord. Lord, whatever you got to do, scan me. Scan me. I want to be free at all times. Any spirit of pride, any demon, like, shh. Because that spirit will come and enter you. But that's not what I'm talking about. But that spirit of mockery, when you are casting out a demon, it will begin to say, oh, you, you... You from here, I know you, I remember when you was a child because it's a familiar spirit and it will come and make sure that it tries to discredit you, take you off your guard and just pow, Pa-pa-pow. I remember one time we were delivering someone and the spirit came and it referred to my husband and the spirit was like, oh, I know where, where you come from. And started talking like, yeah, I know, like your mom died. Like trying to take him off. But you know, you got a real one in that guy called Dominic say <laughs> He's a real one. Okay. He just spoke in some crazy tongues. Their demon started bowing at the knees, okay. I pray this is I pray this is blessing you. Cause I literally did this in like five minutes. I was like, Lord, I didn't even push my wig properly. You want me to tell these people, you know? Psalm 1-1, this is a common scripture that we all know and I'll read it to you. And that's why we gotta be careful. It says, blessed is the man. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the, let me read the King James version cause that's the better version. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth at the seat of the scornful. But his delight, oh, or set foot on the path of sinners and sits in the what? In the seat of mockers. Many of us are sitting in the seats of mockers. Many of us are sitting in the seats of mockers. Some of you, the enemy entered you to begin to literally speak a word of mockery to someone. And because your spirit is so light, because all you do is eat, because you don't have no sense of direction, you too, Miss Big Mouth, Mr. Big Mouth, Mr. I have an opinion, Miss I have an opinion. The enemy used you to be a spirit of mockery and shut someone's ministry down, and you didn't even know it. And in the age of social media, keyboard gangsters, keyboard gangsters all around. We got to be careful. And then it continues on to Salemi. It continues on to say in the verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, doth he meditate on it day and night. You see, when you now recognize this spirit of mockery, you make sure you don't sit in the seat of it. You don't sit next to it. You don't indulge in it. You don't, you are like, "Uh -uh, I see what this is. I ain't about to speak on this man of God. I'm going to pray for him because what happens now is the Bible says that when you are free from all that crap, it says you begin to delight in his law and you meditate on his, his word day in and day out. And when you meditate on the word of God day in and day out, what happens? It says, Ye shall be planted by the rivers of living water that bring it forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. So we've got to be extremely, extremely careful. Because in doing so, uh, 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 you bear fruit in your season. Your, your, Your leaves don't wither. You prosper in whatever you do. You prosper in whatever you do. You prosper in whatever you do. Have you ever talked about somebody who's scamming and selling drugs just to find out your little brother's scamming and selling drugs? Just to find out that your husband's scamming and selling drugs? Just to find out that your wife is starting around scamming and selling drugs? Have you talked about bad mothers just to find out that children throw tantrums? And so your child is now the worst tantrum thrower that we might even have to deliver him or her. The spirit of mockery. We got to be careful. And you see, the spirit has entered the church and it has entered ministries and it has entered ministers. This is why I'm telling you, I, I used to have a petty bone. I've repented by the grace of God. Shundo. Oh, um, as, as every day as I grow in Christ, as we grow in this ministry, I'm like, listen, I really don't have time for the subliminal posts. I don't have time to, you know, be funny with it and all of that. No, 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 no. I'm like, Lord, you deal with them. I'm looking this way moving forward. I don't have time for it. And so you'll see that one minister or ministry is talking about another minister or ministry. But little do you know is that the spirit of mockery and spite is allowing the church members, the people who are searching for God now to say that I don't wanna have nothing to do with God. So you get to the pearly white gates and you're like, oh, can I get in? And they're like, nah, too much hands on your blood, too much blood on your hands. And you wondering like, wait, that was because you were used as a spirit of spite and mockery. We gotta be careful. And we have to understand graces. And you can quote me or you can quote my husband because I stole this from him. You got to understand graces. If my grace is to pray and your grace is to now, you know, put people in in a, a space where they have marriage. I understand your grace. So when I see you online, when I hear your sermons and everything about you is marriage, this marriage that, And every example that you use to preach the gospel is about marriage. I don't judge you because I understand that you carry the grace of marriage and I may carry another grace. And so what you are saying is still getting people saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And Paul said that even if they're preaching something, guess what? As long as they're preaching Christ. That's all that matters. But now we have taken it upon ourselves to tell people what they should be preaching, what they should not be preaching, how their ministry should look like. Like, yo. I think I carry enough influence to blast a lot of people. But God forbid, and the day that you guys see that, make sure you block my page. Never, ever. As long as that person is preaching the gospel, you ain't got to like me, but let's just preach the word of God and make sure everybody's going. This spirit has entered the church and the outside world is already mocking us. Exhibit a uh, little Nas, exhibit a Governor Cuomo. And now we ourselves are bickering against each other. Come on, come on if I'm called for a a certain group of people and you see that I'm called for a certain group of people, instead of saying, Hey, I tap into that grace. Let me sow into the anointing. Let's do some programs together. Don't go online and talk. And this is not me. I, I, I haven't been, you know, ain't nobody talking about me recently. And if they are, I could get less, but I'm just saying the church worldwide. This is not a KFT issue. This is a church worldwide issue. The spirit of mockery has entered as a result is church against church. Like what? Like, huh? We are not called to dominate churches. We're called to dominate the devices of the enemy. I want to read Jude, Jude to you. The book of Jude. In the 17th um, verse, it says, But dear friends, remember what the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last days, there will be scoffers who will follow their ungodly desires. These are people who will divide you, who who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit of God. This is why we even have to be careful about the people we follow. The other day I was looking and, you know, when I be scrolling, minding my business, you know, I can't do that often. But when I do have the luxury of doing so, I'm be like, yo, you are a Christian. Do you know you're a supporting a witch? Meanwhile, your Christian sister is selling a product that would be beneficial to you. But because you're a hater, you rather go and support somebody, one, because they got more followers or two, because they're more glamorous. They have a nice team to decorate and market. Little do you know you are supporting a full-blown witch who has decided to declare their witchship. The spirit of the Antichrist comes to divide and conquer. And so if you are a person, if you are a person who you know you divide and conquer a lot and you do it in such a mischievous Nicodemus way, Oh, I heard this about this person, but you know, I ain't saying nothing. I just don't follow her. But if you're going to follow her, that's fine. You're going to go to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. No other way, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're actually going to go to hell. I was looking at people and I'm like, yo, do we go through people's page before we follow them? Before you get a follow from me, girl, you gonna have to like... I better see Jesus glowing out your page because I will not fill my page with anything other than that. Self-loathing, I will not tolerate it on my page. I can see you on the Explore page and probably like it once or twice. But yeah, after that, I'm very, 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 very sensitive with who I follow, what I like, because my like means consent. And so if it has a curse word in it, nope. If it has any type of scary looking stuff on it, nope. I'm not dealing with it. Call me mean. I'm uncompromising. I'm not moving and I'm not shaking. When Jesus comes, I want to be nice and clear. And I want to have a check ready to go. No bitterness. Every day I wake up, I'm like, Lord, take this bitterness away from me. Scan me right now. Deliver me. Show me favor. Show me mercy right now. Deliver me. Anyone who has done me wrong. Whoever don't like me, I could care less at this point. And it continues on to say, But you, dear friends, by building up yourself in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. You got to pray in tongues. Those of you who don't pray in tongues, if you don't believe in speaking in tongues, may the Lord deliver you. And those of you who speak in tongues, but it's only at church. May the Lord deliver you as well. Day in and day out. Even right now, I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking in tongues in the back of my head that, Lord, let me say exactly what you want me to say. And not something that's coming out of my mere instincts. Mm -mm. Let me, let me speak the oracles of Christ and not my feelings. And not my feelings. And not my feelings. And you know one thing I'll tell you. When you don't agree with someone's doctrine, you don't agree with someone's preaching and or ministry, one, you can just not watch. It's really that easy. You can say that I don't want to watch anymore. Two, or you can do it the biblical way. The process of reconciliation, going to that person privately and hashing out your differences. Many times have I hashed out my differences in the DMs. I don't respond to everybody. But if the Holy Spirit prompts me, as a result, I've gotten a few people saved from some things who thought that they were doing things right. And I'm like, no, sis, that ain't right. That ain't it. Okay? Okay. The spirit of spite and mockery. It will come and try to provoke your spirit. Remind you that you are not having children, Hannah. Huh. At this point, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to fight. i speak in tongues and i know my neighbors are tired of it let's use wisdom as well when we do these things because that is also being a pharisee in a way you see i'm all for speaking loud in tongues as you can see you're probably wondering she's at home by herself why is she screaming because that's what i do i'm all for that but if you are in the workplace And you know it's a quiet building. That's not wisdom. That is not wisdom. That's not wisdom. If you know you live in an apartment and they don't want you to, get your money up and go buy a house. But until then, that apartment abide by the rules. Abide by the rules. Because I know I can still whisper and and still get the job done. We got to use wisdom. This is why there's another reason why the spirit of mockery comes and it because they see that 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 Christians we beat in the air. We're no target. We pray amiss. We don't know the scriptures the way we should know. Now, let's get this right. I come from a loud praying church. We are extremely loud, okay? Because we kill demons, and this weekend. If you want, you can tune in Kingdom Full Tabernacle on Facebook and on YouTube and you will see us praying and spiritually convulsing, so to speak. Ah, That's what we do. We even got a sound that the Lord gave us. Okay. But in the places where you know you can't, don't go and do the most. Because chances are when the President of the United States calls you to go and pray a prayer, that's the day you would have bubble guts. That's the day you would call your pastor. I don't know what to say. I don't know. But you at home in your small little apartment, screaming at the top of your lungs, and you expect your neighbors not to be upset. Hello. 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 The spirit of mockery too. There can be self-mocking. And I pray that the Lord gives me wisdom on how to say this. You can also self-mock yourself. I always say there is, there are certain testimonies that one, you should not share. And chances are, it's not a real testimony. Some of y'all just like to talk. And I used to think like this and I used to do this. And I'm going, shut up. That was for you to get close to God. That for you to get close to God. There's this misconception that every little thing I got to testify and open my mouth and look stupid in front of people and have people guessing if my ministry is real or not. Uh-uh. You are delivered to get closer to God. There are certain testimonies where it is solely and mainly to give glory to God. And there are certain things that the Lord will deliver you from. And this is up to you. If the Lord delivered you from this and the Lord delivered the other person from this, maybe they are allowed to say it because their audience or the people at their workplace or their family requires them to hear it. And then some people, it's like, yo, shut up. You got to learn when to shut up. Real talk certain things you are delivered from so you can get right with God, so you can get close to God, and so you'll see that you end up mocking your own self, and then people don't take your ministry seriously, people don't take your business seriously, people don't take your marriage ministry, um, your marriage seriously, people don't take certain things seriously, times and seasons. There are certain testimonies that I would not share now. Why? Because I know the audience that I have, it could actually send them back to hell. Do I Do I play that I'm perfect? Hell no. They used to call me booty tang back in the day, okay? Now, I never had sex with anybody. Let's make that clear. But I was in the club twerking, okay? I definitely was. And God delivered me. But will I go around? Hey, I was a twerker. Oh, I was in the club. I never drank. I never smoked. I never had sex. But I sure was in the club. And I would dance to every beat. No, that's that's unnecessary. Especially when I have a lot of younger people following me. And so they'll think, oh, well, she's safe now. Look what she's doing. So I'm in that same stage. Let me go to the club and twerk and have fun too. No, that's dumb. That's dumb. Now, when my audience grows, while well, I pray for relevancy, I pray that all the days of my life, I can talk to a one-year-old and I can talk to a centurion. I pray all the days of my life. But there's a time in my ministry where I will be able to, to say certain things. Right now, the Lord said, N-n-n. the people who follow you, they are not their, their feet are not planted yet. They, they will think it's okay. And so you got to be careful now does this mean you don't speak your testimony no if you know you have not been fully delivered from it i'm fully delivered from twerking in the club because i ain't never been in a club and let me repeat i ain't never had sex with nobody that's why i can talk boldly okay and i never smoke a day in my life and i never drink a day in my life but i did have a nasty attitude right Um, Now, if you know you have not been delivered from your spirit of lust, your drug addiction, your whatever addiction, and it's a process, you wait until the appointed time when you can boldly stand there and say that in X amount of times, I have not done this and this and this. That's wisdom. We got to use wisdom. Because some of y'all y'all testimonies be like, "Mm, what God we serving? What God we serving? Yes, I have never drank or smoked a day in my life. I don't know what alcohol tastes like. I've never smoked before. And so that spirit of mockery and spite can never come when it comes to sex, drugs, alcohol. It's like, where you won't come for me? You know? You know? You know? So don't allow the enemy to allow you to self-mock yourself all right guys it's been real toodles love y'all okay i hope it was good make sure you share watch again be blessed love you yeah i've never smoked weed before i've never drank wine even for communion because where i'm from is grape juice grape juice grape juice okay so yeah when i say let me tell you benadryl the cough medicine i drank it once and that was when i was in school in college and i got i was like coughing and i think i was sick and stuff so i was like oh let me get benadryl because i see people drink it when i tell you they have to carry me carry me like i was a cross because i was pfft, That's how much my body cannot take alcohol. Benadryl, simple cough medicine. I was out. So me, I don't do alcohol. Mm -mm. Chairs to no chairs, okay? Now, if you pass me a brownie, if you pass me some water, we'll gulp it together, okay? Now, you put some dancehall reggae, you know, my shoulder be like, holy spirit. Just give it uh 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 And i be like oh, I've rebuke this spirit in the name of Jesus, rebuke this spirit. Carnality is a disease. We gotta we gotta get we gotta get it together. Like we actually have to get it together. This generation be too carnal, like let's get more spiritual and I'm not talking about spooky spirit, but if we live in the spirit, let us Walk in the spirit. So some of y'all in the spirit, but y'all sitting down. Literally chilling. Like, hey. But I need you to actually walk in the spirit. Okay? Okay? Okay, okay, okay. okay. I think that's all I have for today. Mm, Excuse me. Uh, 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you don't know, my name is Leslie Ose. My husband is Apostle Dominic Ossay. Uh, the church is called Kingdom Full Tabernacle International Ministries. We are located in Stamford, Connecticut. We are located in North Carolina and we are located in the DMV. So you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, Kingdom Full, F-U-L-L, Tabernacle, and make sure you turn on your notifications. I do have a women's conference coming up August 12th to the 15th. It has been dubbed since the year 2016 as the end of the year women's link up. That's what we call it since 2016 the end of the year women's link up um seating is limited and so please make sure you get your tickets we have a program this weekend and i don't want you to come because we are to capacity okay to capacity okay so what i would advise you to do is follow us on youtube and on instagram okay youtube and instagram and i also have a personal instagram i mean a personal youtube it's leslie osay you can follow me there when i get to like i think a thousand subscribers then i can do lives there so then i'll move some of my audience there i think it's smart um because you know that the lives don't stay so the goal is to transfer all my igtv lives onto my youtube so i can have it there forever because a few of them already deleted it deletes after 40 days god bless you all god bless you all yes come to the women's conference come buy your tickets there are um yes prayer fest will be virtual for the women's conference we will have uh they have group tickets just follow at think pink conference at thinkpinkconference conference on Instagram or you can go on thinkpinkconference.com dot com or you can click the link in my bio. I have all the links in my bio under Link Tree. So yeah. I pray this was a blessing to you. May the spirit of mockery not come and touch you. We rebuke that voice that speaks to you. We rebuke whatever person that is being used as a form of mockery, as a point of contact to come and shut you down, shut down your business, shut down your marriage, shut down your parenting, shut down your ministry, whatever it is. We rebuke that spirit. We shut the mouth of the tormentor right now in the name of Jesus. You will not be second-guessing your voice. What you heard from God is real. And the enemy, whether he likes it or not, you will prevail. You You will do exactly what God has called you to do. You are appointed for such a time as this. You are anointed for such a time as this. You are being developed for such a time as this. And so don't let nobody shut you down. Don't let nobody shut you down. Yes, that Nigerian cook, that was for you. I don't know who you are. i never seen you on here before, but that was for you. You are appointed and anointed for this. God is going to develop you. You will take over nations. I know you hear it all the time. And God has called you to nations. And God is calling the people to the nations. Your nation might be your family. Your nation might be your workplace. Your nation might be your block. You are still called to the nations. Just hear from God exactly what to do and when to do it. It's very important to know when to do something. When to do it. This women's conference, I've had it in my belly for years before I was even married. Not until I got married was it the appointed time. Even the men's conference that my husband held, which he'll be holding two more prayer breakfasts for men. So make sure men, you buy the tickets. Women, buy your husband's booze potentials. Baby daddies, your ain'ts, your saints, all of them tickets too. The Lord gave that to us a while ago, but not until this year did it come into fruition. And so sometimes you can be anointed, but you still got to be developed before you can be appointed. That's a whole nother sermon. You got to make sure that when you know that you are anointed for something, you have to make sure that you develop yourself. Develop yourself develop yourself god bless you all love you all peace out a town oh i forgot so we have marriage counseling cards you know my husband and i do marriage counseling we have these cool cards you can go to kftchurch.com and you can order it and if you're married it's great if you know somebody who's getting married it's great it's great conversation starters um it's full of wisdom. It's it's good. Me and my husband have gone through the cards. We've spoke about it. One card, you and your husband, you and your wife can speak about it. If you're about to get married, you can also buy it. Um what else? We are developing the singles one as well, too. Things that you can access like a card game where you can access um I think it's on the piano. Yeah, you can develop, um, you can, it's a card game where you can, you know, have conversations with your to-be. So you can order that KFTChurch.com. Remember by God's grace, we bought 15 acres of land, 15 acres of land. And so we are building a church. If you would like to sow into the church. Cash App, dollar sign, (laughs) thank you, dollar sign KFT Church or dollar sign KFT Ministries or PayPal or say Ministries or Zell or say Ministries, my last name, Ministries. Um, and you can definitely get some. Yes, if you're coming to prayer fest, you can get them. These are the cards, they're absolutely amazing. They're amazing y'all yeah, see, see the cards. And all the proceeds are going towards our church building and we have um we have t-shirts there, we have the prayer mantles, everything is going towards the building of God's church. Um you see they have, you know, cute little questions that can turn into conversations. I don't know if you can see this properly. It says who is the grumpier person in the morning? So as a hu- husband and wife You guys can discuss that and talk about your husband's sleeping habits, your wife's snoring, you know. One time you knew you were stubborn but couldn't stop. Tell the truth. So this is you and your wife, you and your husband, you know, playing these games. You get to converse. Um, We did it in a fun way, but it actually reveals a lot of the things that are um, happening in marriages and so make sure you get that, kftchurch.com. Uh, the Kaba Nation shirts coming back. So that was seasonal. We have a new drop coming out very soon with new designs. And we're even going to have t-shirt dresses, which I'm very much excited about. We're going to have t-shirt dresses. The crew necks will be back in time for the fall season. But these are all seasonal, so you got to make sure. And we're going to have spaghetti straps. And we're going to have t-shirt dresses. I'm going to have like little visors probably. Yeah, we do have more prayer mantles. All right. I know the girls are excited. We're going to have a new drop soon. So you guys will see it. Just in time for you to flex for the summer. All right. Yeah, the crew necks, people love it. But remember, everything is seasonal, just like Starbucks does their pumpkin spice seasonally. Yeah. Okay. The prayer boot camp, if you see it, that means it's meant for you to be there. So stay tuned for that. Is anyone coming from New York that could pick me up, please? If not, you can take the Metro North and it's about a 10 minute walk. From the Metro North, I told you, KFT, we have an anointing for faraway people. All of our church members, maybe only like five of our church members are actually from Connecticut. People drive from Massachusetts every weekend. People drive from Brooklyn every weekend. People drive and come travel from Virginia, Maryland. People drive from everywhere. Do you know when you're coming to the UK? No, I don't because of Corona. But I do know when you should be coming, which is Think Pink weekends. It's Thursday to Sunday, four days. Where's a conference for four days? Who? Yeah, people come from Jersey every weekend. Yes, Gotta Bless Life, um, the DMV. Make sure y'all follow him so he can get up to 10K because I think he's almost at 10K. I like to see people at 10k just so you can do the swipe up. It helps people come from Philly. People come from that place called JLZ. I am in Toronto and I'm going exactly. Amen. So Toronto people link up under this so y'all can get a big coach bus. Y'all can rent out a big a big coach bus and you know, come. Please, where is the North Carolina? It is located in Charlotte. Um, If you go to Kingdom Full Tabernacle, definitely. No shipping to Ghana for the marriage cards. Mm, What I'll do is the next person who will be in Ghana will probably send a few and then have people get it that way. And then we'll check about how to ship from here to Ghana. But we ship everywhere else, or you can get it. And they're very limited. They're very good. I think as single people, it's smart to get it. As married people, of course you should get this. Who wants to go from UK? There's actually a few of you guys, Kemi. Maybe you guys can link up under here. Toronto people, you can link up under here as well, too. Los Angeles people, you can link up under here too. Yeah, wouldn't it be fun if we can get like like 5,000, 10,000 women together for one weekend who love God, are praying, seeking the face of God, networking, sisterhood, and they're coming from all over the world and you can travel anywhere around the world and you would have a sister to connect with. Yo, yo 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 UK oh okay I see my UK folks okay I see my UK people so what we're gonna do is um one of the secretaries date. if you're watching right after I'm done this right UK people right Canada people right I think those are the two people right Right, North Carolina people. Write DMV. And then I'll pin all of them. And then you guys can respond under it. If Day's not here, one of the secretaries can do it. But yeah. The border will open in Jesus' name by then. It has no choice but to. Like, it's actually going to open. And so, um yeah, we trust God. But I don't want the tickets to end. And then finally... You know, um, the tickets are done. And then you guys try to beat me up. Toronto. Yeah, the, the guy needs to open up the borders already. But wouldn't that be dope to have people from all around the world meet up. And it's the end of the summer, quote unquote, you know, when the weather starts getting, you know, so... We actually meet the weather requirement right before Yes, Nancy. I'll be hot. Oh, the South Africans that are in the house, the Floridians, y'all can link up from Miami. Yo, know. Germany. You know, we actually have a huge following in Germany, in Australia in those parts of the world i think you guys should link up and you guys should all come for our fifth year anniversary too it's going to be in july and i can guarantee you don't want to miss that italy's in the building kenya's in the building we have kenyans we have a lot of kenyans too i actually think my posts don't go to american viewers they all go to like um you know uh daycare for children? No, there will not be, unfortunately. Because all the women that would take care of the kids, they all like, I want to come too. So yeah, Rwanda. North Carolina, they want to do a road trip. Okay, Amsterdam. Yeah, the Germans, you guys should link up. L.A., link up. But we trust God that it's going to be popping five year anniversary and it's going to be a popping Think Pink. okay? Can registration open back up for prayer fest? I don't know. You see, this is what you guys do. People of God, we got to learn how to be disciplined. That's why I said Think Pink tickets, once it's closed, it's closed, honey. Think Pink. I'm telling you, don't, don't don't once it's closed, it's closed no more. Because remember, on our end, we have to prepare. We have to prepare seats. We have to prepare, you know, t-shirts, we gotta prepare uh souvenirs, we gotta prepare uh protocol team, we gotta prepare ushers, we gotta prepare a lot. It's a lot. We have to be disciplined, unfortunately. Now we want people, we love it, but yeah bro I'm sorry I'm sorry prayer fest you would not even believe like so we had to shut it down this morning because people are just registering and registering I'm like can we build prayer city and then all of y'all can come? that's how y'all had to make sure you so into prayer city It's me and my husband, everything we own, everything we got is going into prayer city because I believe we are building a legacy for generations to come. I believe that you will be building a generation, little legacy as well too. Imagine your kids in the days of Corona, if it comes again, or even a hundred years from now, when they said another pandemic is supposed to hit because it happens every hundred years and they shut down churches all over the world but because we own the building and we own the land kft 100 years from now will be open and your children great-grandchildren your great 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 grandchildren will be able to walk into the church and find refuge and find like-minded christians and be able to feel safe legacy that's how i see it i see it 100 years from now when another pandemic hit you know That's how I view things. So, yeah, guys. And I told y'all that story about the lady who she had a dream. She sold into the church building of one man of God and she just sold because the Lord told her to was pressing on her heart and the man of God was like he's actually not accepting any more people sewing because they almost finished building can you imagine and he was like he doesn't want any more people and she insisted even flew down to where he was and was like no I have to give this to you and then the next night she had a dream and when she went um an angel had come and exchanged her kidneys gave her a new brand new kidney and when she went to her doctor's appointment her doctor uh i guess you know did a full body whatever and was like oh we have to scan you and she's like why you gotta scan me and the doctor was like you know this is against practice but last time it seemed like your kidney was basically shot like you are not having proper kidney functioning or whatever and she's like okay and then they scanned her and the doctor is like you have nothing wrong with your kidneys and he's like look at what was there when you first came we were so confused we didn't want to tell you and so that's what God can do so I know the power of sewing you know, it'll get done regardless of the fact. I believe that my husband and I, we stand in agreement together. And whatever we got to do, if I got to go get 60 part-time jobs, it'll happen. If he got to do it, it'll happen. That's how gun ho we are. And we know God will build his church. That's what he's done. You know, who would have thought a small, quote-unquote, church like us can afford 15 acres? You know, most people always worried about church finances and it was a blessing to see that we actually boosted the faith of many people at our church you know and so we thank god and we praise god for that so the men's um the men's breakfast you guys will be seeing more updates on that and then the media team will actually be rebroadcasting the men's conference. This is the only time they will ever rebroadcast it. But they will be rebroadcasting the men's conference. Yeah. Yep, it's been settled in heaven, Prayer City. God willing, by the end of next year, we're going to be in there, okay? And I can just see, I've had so many dreams about the day we enter. And we actually had it over capacity and people were like, no, I have to get in. And it was like a big, big ruckus outside because people are like, no, I have to get in. I have to get in. I have to get in. So, yeah, kingdom men arise. That is uh, the, the call and response for the men. The prayer breakfast will be coming on live. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Yeah, the men's conference was powerful. So I'm pleading with the media team to rebroadcast it because I think that even the women, we can learn a lot from it, all the sessions. Um, And so media team, if you want here, rebroadcast this. Please, we're begging you. Praise God. Another Arc of Men conference? No, but there will be an Arc of Men conference. Prayer breakfast. There'll be two more this year. Two more this year. As for the women, our big shebang is Think Pink. Last year, Think Pink was a mood. I'm going to put in my stories, um, the video, so you can see. I was wobbling, but it was a mood. How do you contact me? We don't contact me. We don't. we don't contact me unfortunately but by way of the holy spirit i believe that if needed it'll happen i really believe in heaven orchestrating a lot of things that's why i don't fuss to be on anybody's flyer i don't fuss to meet people because heaven really does orchestrate everything Heaven orchestrates, and if you need a prayer, you can actually email Prayer Warriors, Kati Prayer Warriors, Kati um, Prayer Warriors. We pray for people constantly, literally all the time. The prayer team is always reading, and there's a group of them, and they disseminate the prayer requests, and they get on the prayer line, and they wage war for people. Yeah, my DMs instagram even told me like i'm getting way too many dms if instagram's shady behind who be having people unfollow me yeah it's prayer warriors at kftchurch.com if you have a prayer request you should send an email there send an email there counseling if you need counseling go to your pastor If you need counseling, go to your pastor. I don't like pastoring other people who are not my flock because that is very unfair and disrespectful to the man or woman of God over the house. I'm very much in order. Very much in order. So please... Marriage counseling, those of you who seek for marriage counseling, you have to be in the church tithe paying for at least six months, an active member, not an on and off member, but an active member. Um, And then there are stipulations and there's guidelines and all that. I just joined the DMB so who is the counselor so you only join so you can get counseling you know counseling is very expensive but in the church world because we expect it to be free we just dump on the man or woman of God and just call it a day yeah um when you go to the church if you are a part of the DMB you'll know who you can call So I want you to follow Kingdom Full Tabernacle, find out the meeting days of DMV, and then you will know. Yeah, that's wisdom. That's wisdom. If you're not careful as a minister, I actually, listen, let me put my wig forward. So guess what? I actually want to do... Like a very private, private branch. A very private, like brunch, branch. I said branch. Brunch. Not brunch. But like a training for women in ministry. Not people who desire to be in ministry or have told, but people who actively hold the mics at their church or who actually have a ministry where people are being delivered, saved, sanctified, all of that. Revival culture, Houston. We keep seeing Houston. Houston, we have a problem. Yes, I love your ministry. I do honor. I agree with honoring your pastors. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes uh, members cause more trouble than people know. Because if someone sees, if your pastor sees that you're always watching my live, you're always sharing my stuff, you're not supporting them, you only respond to them in the inbox and you never support them, what are they supposed to feel? They're the one who God has chosen to lead you. They are literally feeding you and you are being dishonorable by, you know, I know I'm popping and I know I preach a good word, but you know, you should still honor your pastor's. Uh, And so a lot of men of God would be, or women of God would be angry about me or my husband or the ministry thinking we are the ones pulling people in. Meanwhile, the anointing speaks. Revival Culture Brooklyn, no. Come to Connecticut. Our core members, our first members, they drive from Brooklyn every single day for the past five years. You can come. Deliverance is for the desperate you have no pastor, so, then you need to submit somewhere. You can become a virtual member, but you still won't have access to me. Not because I'm platinum or anything, but because there's protocols and we do have somebody over the virtual people. And yes, if I know and notice that you are always commenting and replying to my stories, but you don't like or you don't comment my stuff, don't expect me to respond to you. Because obviously, you don't want to be associated with me in public. So, I'm going to teach you something. You know. Revival culture, London. Revival culture, West Coast. Let's see what God says. Arizona. Yeah, you guys should just connect under here. Connect under here. Yes, you are allowed to attend events. Make sure that you reach out to your covering. And, you know, let them discern us. Let them know who we are. Let them discern that we are a good ministry. We're not teaching no gibberish. We do teach you to honor your ministers, uh, your leaders, um, and ask for covering as you come. But, yeah, you should come. 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 We don't stop people from going to events unless we discern. You know, sons and daughters, that's a different thing. But anybody else you can go. Miami KFT members. Oof. I mean, I'll tell you this. The Lord already spoke. Florida, he said we have to have a revival culture. Not open up a church, but have a revival culture. So it's definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Um, we got to wait for the man of God that God has put over this ministry, Apostle Dominic to hear when exactly but i do want to come to disney world with my kids so you know when is florida columbus ohio ohio we have people who actually drive for every single event that we have from ohio and it's even scary because i'm like what are y'all doing here Revival Culture, Ghana. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not A-H-O-M. It's A-O-M. Assistant of Ministry. Assistant Head. No, it's A-O-M. Yeah, I do want to go to Disney, guys. I actually wanted to make it a KFT trip. I mean, y'all paying for yourselves. but, But then I'm like, girl... Where is the time? Revival Culture, Nigeria. <laughs> when is boot camp? When Jesus says it, says we have it. Revival Culture, India. Do you know that if pastor would have waited at least even one more week Before he proposed to me, I would have been in India. So my job, I had a job training doctors how to use a surgical robot to take cancers out of people. And so I was supposed to go to India to train doctors in India. And I was going to stay there for a whole month. And then pastor proposed to me um, Love Day weekend, February 14th. And I was like, gotta go i hope none of my old co-workers are watching this omg 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 if y'all watching hi um yeah i i feel it in my spirit though that we will end up in india Sooner than later. Yeah, I told my co-workers. Like, Lord, if they on here, blind their eyes. Let their internet disconnect right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I told my co-workers. I was like. (laughs) And then I was out. And you know, I lived in Buffalo. So I was like, gotta go. My man is calling me. I ain't wait and pray and fast all these years for him to marry me and I stay eight hours away. I I was like, I was ready to go. India, see you later. Doctors, see you later. Okay. But yeah, I'll probably put up a picture for you guys. I used to train people with pigs, it was pigs that were dead, and I would put them on a. a structure and I would teach them how to use robots. Let me see if I can find the picture real quick. <laughs> yeah, and somebody said you smart smart. Low key, low low key. I've had the most popping jobs ever. Let me see if I can find it for you. <laughs> mm. Can find it on this one, but I know it's here somewhere. So I'll put it on my stories. Yeah, it's like I did not fast and pray all these prayers for me to go to India for a month. I was like, oh, I got a man, gotta go. <laughs> I was that girl, got a man, gotta go. Shoot, I did not waste all this time for you to be thinking. That I'm going to sit next to you and talk. Now Gotta go. If Skrrr was a person, that would be me. I was like (laughs) Skrrr. When the boss realized it, it was like, huh? It was like, (laughs) gotta go. All I needed was that ring. Because I was about to go sit in India and do what? Like what was I going (tell) to Like what you was going to do, Leslie? (laughs) <laughs> oh, i'm trying to find this picture but it's cool it's cool it's cute cool, it's cute cool. yeah if screw was a person that was me i was like fam you just proposed to me say no more oh see can you guys see it I used to teach them how to operate on pigs. See? I've had some really dope jobs before. Like if I was still if i was still in healthcare i truly believe that i would be running a whole healthcare system in western new york i had really dope jobs i've been like second in command of one of the biggest health homes in western new york um i've done a lot of jobs that i never was qualified for that's why when i declare that's that's the Lord speaking, because I can testify that the kind of jobs that I've had, it should be for people with five years of experience and PhDs. But God saw fit for a little girl like me to have it. Yeah, who would have thought, I'm teaching doctors. Like, what? So healthcare, I would have definitely been an apostle in healthcare, for sure. And even in counseling definitely in psychology um yeah but you know intellectualism can also be a disease sometimes you can be so smart that you can hinder and grieve the holy spirit and that's one thing that i never wanted to do so god in his own infinite wisdom was like no you gotta go and i was like saying no more i got the rings (laughs) yeah some people are so smart they have so much knowledge about something You know, especially people who are in the health field, if they ever get sick, if they get cancer, if they get something, it's very hard to convince them that Jesus heals, that God is still a healer. Like, it's very hard because they know too much and they have already calculated their death in their head. People, the same thing, people who get into all types of court issues and criminal issues, and I'm like, we're praying. And God is the one who carries the heart. He can turn it whichever way, but because they have so much knowledge on the judicial system, it's like, no, it won't work. That's why we got to be careful. We got to be careful. So we got to know God more than anything. You got to know God more than anything. Yeah, that's why fact over truth and facts over faith too. That's our t-shirt, secretaries. That's one of our t-shirts. Faith over facts and facts over truth. Okay? Or truth over facts. Because the fact is you can have cancer, but the truth is God said that you're healed, right? And your faith is that you're healed, But again, the fact is you may be sick, but you are healed by his stripes. You were healed over 2000 years ago. Yeah, intellectualism, it's a disease. I'm going to do something on that. It's actually a disease that many people, because it does not allow them to comprehend what God is trying to do in their lives and they think they got it all figured out. This is the system. I've already seen people do this. This is everyone's testimonies, And that's why you can't box God. You cannot box God. You can't put him in a bottle of oil. You can't box him in the little testimonies or in your small experiences. God is God all by himself hello hello listeners welcome back to another episode on the kft church podcast hosted by apostle dominic osei and prophetess bezzy osei here they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on jesus love marriage fellowship and and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with christ